You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. And now a word from our sponsor, SpyCloud, the leader in operationalizing cybercrime analytics. Traditional threat intelligence is a thing of the past. Cyber criminals are stealing vast amounts of credentials, session cookies, and financial data every day, and it's hard to keep up. SpyCloud is the trusted partner businesses turn to to fully understand their darknet exposure risk and neutralize threats before it's too late. SpyCloud alerts your organization as soon as an employee or customer's data appears on the darknet, so you can act faster than bad actors to prevent cyber attacks like ransomware, session hijacking, account takeover, and online fraud. With insights from the industry's largest repository of recaptured data, protect the digital identities and systems most important to your business. Get your free corporate darknet exposure report at spycloud.com slash cyberwire and see what information criminals have in their hands today. That's spycloud.com slash cyberwire. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the CyberWire's Research Saturday. I'm Dave Bittner, and this is our weekly conversation with researchers and analysts tracking down the threats and vulnerabilities, solving some of the hard problems and protecting ourselves in a rapidly evolving cyberspace. Thanks for joining us. So uh, this research was precipitated due to bat loader and fake bad targeting our customers at a relatively high rate. That's Ryan Westman, Senior Management of Threat Intelligence with eCentire's Threat Response Unit. The research we're discussing today is titled Two Russian-Speaking Cyber Gangs Attack Employees from 23 Different Companies. Uh, This past year, we detected and shut down cyber attacks launched at 23 of our customers by the two competing hacker groups. They're using malicious Google and Bing ads, promoting popular business software such as Zoom, Slack, and Adobe. And the customers targeted are companies in the manufacturing, software, legal, retail, and healthcare industries. And the attacking threat actors belong to, like you said, the Russian-speaking malware-as-a-service groups called Batloader and FakeBat. Well, let's dig in here. Uh, First of all, how did your customers find themselves in the crosshairs here of of these groups? Is there any common thread that made them attractive? The operators are creating Google and Bing ads and websites that mimic legitimate software websites to lure employees to download what they believe is the business software they are seeking. In reality, they're downloading a very stealthy and capable malware loader. The bat loader and fake bat operators uh, specialize in infecting corporate employees with whatever malware their customer chooses. Uh, bat loader attacks have led to companies being infected with the Royal Ransomware, Gozi Banking Trojan, uh, and they will harvest credentials and also use uh, remote access Trojans. Both of the operations are competing to capture more of the malware as a service market. Uh, and they've actually developed a business formula working closely with their customers to create uh, somewhat of a, a seamless end-to-end malware delivery. Well, let's address each of them individually here. I mean, what can you tell us about Batloader and Fake Bat? What do they have in common, and, and where do they diverge? 
Sure. So some of uh, the Batloader versions use PyArmor to obfuscate their scripts, uh, making it challenging for analysts to deobfuscate. Uh, Batloader also claims to provide their own proxies, domains, and servers, as well as cryptors for payloads. Um, and then both FakeBat and Batloader offer their loaders in the form of MSIX. Um, in the most recent updates of FakeBat and Batloader as of December, uh, when a user visits a malicious landing page and clicks on a link to download fake software, they'll immediately receive an app installer prompt to install the fake software. Uh, and as a result, the MSIX file is never downloaded and written to disk, effectively bypassing smart screen. Um, Batloader is the originator of this particular strain of malware. Um, they share highly similar functionalities, um, but FakeBat entered the market approximately seven months after Batloader. So the way we believe that the uh, FakeBat operator was able to get a sample was they were a customer of the Batloader uh, group prior to uh, launching their own version uh, described as FakeBat. Mm. So, so just to be clear here, these names, Batloader and, and FakeBat, are, are these names that you all have assigned to them? Or is this how they refer to themselves? <laughs> so, uh, Batloader, we believe, I believe, was first uh, identified by Mantian in a 2020 report. Uh, FakeBat is a name that has been going around um, in the uh, infosec Twitter, and so we've we've decided to to use that as as the distinguishing piece as well. I see. Can you give us some details on exactly how they set the lure here? I mean, folks, is this a matter of uh, folks hunting around for business software online, do, doing something like a Google search? Exactly. Yeah, and I mean one of the one of the challenges here is that oftentimes the the individuals running those those types of searches just aren't really savvy to to these kinds of of risks. Um, one of the things that 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 we've been recommending for for folks is that you update your user awareness training to include risks uh, associated to drive-by downloads uh, and teach them to be wary of fake Google and big ads promoting popular software, uh, and really learn how to recognize potentially dangerous websites. Um, and that that can be as simple as encouraging them to be cautious when clicking on links or downloading files from unknown sources. How do these actors seem to be uh, evading antivirus software and, and those sorts of things? Yeah, so um, once they're inside of an environment they have uh, their their loaders are actually signed with a valid EV certificate, and so that's that's providing them with a level of cover that allows them to to gain that initial access. So that valid EV certificate actually allows them to bypass smart screen, and in addition uh, to using Pi Armor, uh, they obfuscate their Python scripts, uh, which also includes uh, payloads in Defender folders, uh, which allow them to attempt to evade detection. And now a word from our sponsor, Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense provides award-winning cloud-based automated endpoint and vulnerability management solutions to streamline IT and security operations. 
With its advanced platform, businesses gain complete visibility and control over their infrastructure, reducing IT and security risks, and optimizing operational efficiency. With SixthSense, you'll get real-time alerts, risk-based vulnerability prioritization and remediations, and an intuitive automation and orchestration engine so you can focus on your core business goals. Confident in the knowledge that your enterprise is secure, compliant, and running smoothly. To learn why enterprises choose SixthSense, visit SixthSense.com. So once someone finds themselves infected with this, I mean, what, what's going on in their system? What, what's the, the spectrum of things that are happening behind the scenes? Yeah, so, so like I mentioned, um, they have been associated with uh, Royal Ransomware, so being used to deliver Royal Ransomware, as well as Gozi uh, Banking Trojan. They'll also harvest credentials uh, and then install other remote access Trojans. What is your estimation here in terms of who's behind this? And do we, is it the, the usual suspects in terms of the, the parts of the world that they're coming from? Yeah, that's that's what we believe. Um, as I as I mentioned at the beginning, they are uh, uh, Russian speaking malware as a service groups. So uh, I'll leave the the listener to to make a decision as to where that where that might lead them to believe they're located. Yeah, you mentioned that uh, more than a handful of your customers uh, had been hit by these groups. What, what is your sense for you know beyond your reach? How widespread this, these campaigns may be. Well, I think they're particularly effective, um, which is why we've seen it targeting our customer base at, at such a high high frequency, uh, as well as other open source reporting that that would indicate to me that they they are fairly effective at what they do. What are your recommendations then? I mean, for folks to best protect themselves against this, what are your tips? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, as as I mentioned, the uh, user awareness training, so updating user awareness training with respect to drive by downloads. Uh, teach them to be wary of fake Google and Bing ads promoting popular software and learn how to recognize potentially dangerous websites, uh, as well as encouraging folks to be cautious when clicking on links or downloading files from unknown sources. Um, from a more enterprise perspective, uh, I would really encourage those uh, listening to confirm that your devices inside of your, your, your corporate environment are protected with uh, endpoint detection and response solutions uh, and also encourage your employees uh, to utilize password managers instead of relying on password storage features offered by web browsers. As a general recommendation, you should absolutely not be storing your passwords inside of a, a web browser. Yeah. What is your estimation of the sophistication of these operators? I mean, the, the folks who are actually supplying Batloader and FakeBat, are, are you impressed by the capabilities they've baked in here? Well, I mean, I think I would I would look at what what it would cost as an individual to purchase these uh, these um, these tools um, as as an indicator of their their um, successful but also effectiveness. So, in July of 2023, uh, Batloader actually introduced a five thousand dollar monthly package, uh, which consisted of a bot, which would include a hidden VNC. Uh, as well as support for web injects, uh, a stealer from all popular browsers, which included Chrome, Firefox, and Edge, uh, a form grabber, and an embedded loader. In September of 2023, the, the bat loader operators actually also began offering an additional payment model, 
that required the prospective client to transfer uh, $3,000 one time through the guarantor of the form in which the operators and the clients are doing business. And so that one-time payment of $3,000 US dollars uh, was to demonstrate that the client was serious about doing business. And then once the money was deposited, a profit-sharing agreement was negotiated privately between the bat loader operators and the client. So that's with respect to, to bat loader. The operators behind fake bat are offering the loader for a, a month for the following, basically an unsigned MSI loader rents for $25,000 per month or a signed MSIX loader runs for $4,000 a month. So that, that kind of gives you an idea of, of the sophistication. Um, if the client is also looking for additional services with respect to fake bat, such as making sure the payloads match the malvertising theme uh, they're running uh, that they're using to lure the victims, uh, that will actually cost extra. So fake bat states that the additional services, including payload deliver, delivery, are negoti- negotiable for a minimum of $3,000 on top of the cost of the loader. So I, I suppose uh, the notion here is that if you're a customer uh, who's playing the game at this level with things that, that cost what they do here, um, this isn't just a casual thing that you're doing in your spare time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious, you know, from an incident response point of view, you know, you, you mentioned that um, you, you've dealt with this with several of, of the companies you help protect. I mean, without getting any into any of the specifics of, of those organizations, when you're dealing with something like this, what sort of things go into an incident response process? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, one of the things that we're looking for is uh, atomic indicators that are associated with previous incidents where we've observed Batloader. So we're using those uh, to con- conduct threat hunts across uh, the, uh, the 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 environment, and then in addition to that, you know, uh, some of the things that I've mentioned with respect to to how how they actually uh, get into the organization or how they actually get into the environment, we're looking for the um, looking for those indicators. So talking about you know uh, a pie armor to obfuscate Python scripts. Um, and uh, looking for payloads and defender folders that are attempting to evade our detection. So those are those are some of the the places that we would start. Our thanks to Ryan Westman from eCentire's Threat Response Unit for joining us. The research is titled, Two Russian-Speaking Cyber Gangs Attack Employees from 23 Different Companies. We'll have a link in the show notes. And now a word from our sponsor, Netscope. Netscope is a worldwide leader in SASE and Zero Trust. Its unified platform, Netscope One, provides optimized access and zero-trust security for people, devices, and data anywhere they go, helping customers reduce risk, accelerate performance, and get unrivaled visibility into any cloud, web, and private application activity. To learn more about how Netscope helps customers be ready for anything on their sassy journey, visit netskope.com. The CyberWire Research Saturday podcast is a production of N2K Networks. N2K Strategic Workforce Intelligence optimizes the value of your biggest investment, your people. 
We make you smarter about your team while making your team smarter. Learn more at n2k.com. This episode was produced by Liz Stokes. Our mixer is Elliot Peltzman. Our executive producers are Jennifer Iben and Brandon Karp. Our executive editor is Peter Kilpie, and I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hey all, Rick here. At N2K CyberWire, we're dedicated to continuously improving the quality of the news and commentary on our network. That's why we're inviting you to participate in our 2024 audience survey. It only takes a few minutes, and your feedback is invaluable. Plus, you'll have the chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card as a thank you for your time. Head on over to cyberwire.com survey. That's cyberwire.com survey to share your feedback now.